Hi, this is John Barnes, and you're listening to Cop On. Hello, everybody. Uh, welcome to Cop On Podcast. This is a Cop On special. And uh, I was very intrigued to receive an email recently from uh, Amy, who's from the, the Clean Up Standard Chartered campaign. And Amy reached out to us here at Cop On, uh, you know, telling us a little bit about about the campaign and why, you know, she, well, she will, I will let her explain what, what the campaign is and, and everything about it. Um, before we get going, I will uh, say that if anyone from Standard Charter would like to get in touch to give their response to any anything that's uh, about to be discussed, then they're more than welcome. And also that, um, yeah, I don't know, just I'll try and present another side i'm going to try and play devil's advocate a little bit even though i don't know what i'm talking about with these kind of things uh but uh, just to try and give another side of 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 any argument that might uh that might uh, be about to to take place but uh thank you very much amy i'm just gonna um start with you then and uh, just ask you you know to tell our listeners a little bit about the clean up standard chartered campaign please Hi, um, I'm Amy. Um, so I'm an activist with Fridays for Future and we have this campaign at the moment, uh, Clean Up Standard Chartered Bank. So Standard Chartered is the third largest bank funding fossil fuels and they're a bank based in the UK, but they're investing in like extractions of fossil fuels um, in mainly areas that are most affected by climate change. And these fossil fuels that they're investing in and making profits from are also fueling the climate crisis um so essentially the campaign is trying to pressure standard chartered to divest from fossil fuels um and standard chartered bank if you don't know um and you're probably a liverpool fan listening they are a sponsor of liverpool so we're trying to like talk to you as liverpool fans um and to bring you in as well so yeah essentially standard chartered third largest bank funding fossil fuels in the uk um and i'm going to hand you over to mitzi hey everyone so i'm mitzi i'm from the philippines where standard chartered bank pours the most fossil fuel uh, money into fossil fuel the fossil fuel companies here and the thing is it's not just the fossil fuel industry that standard chartered bank is is supporting but also human rights abuses because um, a lot of the companies that they're giving loans to um, has horrible conditions for their workers um, and is act these companies are also actively um, threatening the livelihoods of communities campaigning against the coal-fired power plants that are threatening people's health so I have a friend and the campaigner in one of the largest coal-fired power plants that's um, being funded by a company um, uh, that's owned by a company being funded by Standard Charter Bank, and that friend has gotten death threats from goons. Um, uh, their community has been has had uh, goons being sent to their community, where they would destroy people's um, uh, small stores and the properties there to stop to get them to stop campaigning against the coal-fired power plant. So it's really a mix of everything. It's it's the climate crisis and and our futures being. Um, impacted and it's also how these companies are that's that standard charter bank is funding is is 
um, threatening people's lives, and they're even, they've even threatened priests and given death threats to priests who are also campaigning against these coal-fired power plants, which is really, really threatening people's livelihoods and health. Um, and that's one of the things that we really, really wanted to focus on, that we wanted to talk to you guys as, you know, person to person, human being to human being, that this isn't something that we should allow to continue. These human rights abuses, um, the destruction of our future and our present, especially in the country like the Philippines, where the climate crisis is already so apparent and felt, and across Europe, we're also starting to see it. Um, it's really about time that we call on these banks to stop funding our destruction. Um, and I think Nick would love to say more about the Liverpool aspect also. Yeah, totally. Thank you. So my name's Nick and I'm from Germany and I've been a Liverpool supporter for half my life. So since uh, for 12 years, actually. And of course, I also care deeply about our future. I'm also an activist with Fridays for Future. And when I heard about the campaign, I was very struck because as a Liverpool supporter, I know Standard Chartered because their name is on our jerseys and I also have like two or three jerseys with their name on it. And I think it's very hard for me as a supporter to like wear the jersey with pride uh, while I know that Standard Chartered is doing this to, to our planet and to our livelihoods um, from all around the world. And I think as supporters, we have, of course, we have to stand up to that and to that destruction. And we also have a voice in that because um, the club needs needs our backing as supporters. And I think we all know that Liverpool is a club um, made of the fans and the supporters. And that's our most important um, value. And we can't like let the one of the most important um, supporters, like financial backers of our club, uh, be so destructive. And I think that's why we have to get active. I think that's that's why we have to support this campaign, or at least like try to to get more information as Liverpool supporters about who's funding our club and who are we like um, walking around with um, on the jersey and which name we are representing. And I think Liverpool has to do better. I think also we as supporters have to do more. And I think this year is a special opportunity because in, in the UK, there was the World Climate Conference um, in autumn. And of course, as, um, as an English football club, um, we also have to step up as Liverpool and support the cause. And I think... For me, as a German, I've seen the climate crisis hit my country this year for the very first time. But of course, uh, Mitzi and others are seeing or have seen the climate crisis for the last couple of years already. And I think it should be very clear why this cause is so important now. Well, it's very interesting. There's a, there's a, I've got a heck of a lot of questions. Um, so let's say, for example, I mean, I'm, I'm imagining listening to this you know with i think it's healthy to be a bit skeptical about anything any new information if it's good news or bad news or any kind of news i think it's you know it's part of something that's not necessarily instinctive um but as a as a sort of you know as a human i think it's good to try and you know ask as many questions as we can and um 
so let's say, for example, um, this is a campaign specifically against Standard Chartered, where it says on a, a website called sei.org, uh, which is the Stockholm Environmental Institute, for example, um, that if we, uh, it just seems like with the environment, you can, you can, there are so many contributing factors to um, pollution and damage to all kinds of things like, for example, plastic. Uh, and apparently there are 20 companies that are a source of more than half of all single-use plastic. Um, and, uh, you know, ExxonMobil tops that list, contributing 5.9 million tonnes to global plastic waste, followed by uh, uh, US chemicals company Dow and China's Sinopec. So, like for example, one question is one of the many questions is why would you specifically pick Standard Chartered more than any other of the you know evil polluters worldwide? I don't think it's necessarily about picking one over all the others. We're definitely campaigning about everyone, really. Um, but Standard Chartered Bank specifically because it is the third, as Amy mentioned earlier, it is the third largest UK bank funding fossil fuel companies since 2018. And they also pride themselves of being a green and sustainable bank. So they are part of the Net Zero Banking Alliance, which means that they're um, not, that they're, they say that they're um, climate champions. They say that they're a sustainable bank. Their um, slogan is called Here for Good. They have pages on their website that says Here for Good means not being here for coal. Yet they have poured literally 10, I can't even read this number, 10 billion US dollars um, since 2018 into the coal industry through loans and underwriting services. Um, so there's really an exposure that needs to happen. So with the other two large UK banks, um, HSBC and Barclays, um, they're bigger than Standard Chartered Bank, but they've been exposed publicly before. Standard Chartered Bank has never um, experienced a public facing campaign. And as the youth of countries whose companies are directly being, are directly destroying our environment and our lives and livelihoods here, um, with the support of Standard Chartered Bank, we definitely thought that it was our duty almost to expose the lies that Standard Chartered Bank was saying. So if you go to their YouTube, you'll actually see so many sustainable um, um, ads. And really, we just wanted to expose that this isn't the truth. Like so many banks are doing this, but Standard Chartered Bank especially hasn't really been exposed in the past. And I don't know about you, but I hate it when people lie to me, especially if there's telling us that they're our friend. Well, absolutely. But um, if, for example, you know, from a fact-checking point of view, um, how can we, you know, be sure what Standard Chartered are, are behind or what any bank is, is truly behind and what they're not behind? I mean, how would, you, how would we be sure of that, Mitzi? So there is a study, there are several studies actually. Um, one of them is by the Rainforest Action Network. So if you go to ran.org slash banking on climate chaos 2021, again, ran.org slash banking on climate chaos 2021, it'll actually show you all of the um, uh, coal and fossil fuel companies being supported by different banks. And you can see Standard Chartered Bank's um, 
track record here and there are others also like coldcrack.org so there are institutions and and um people who are cracking this so the way that they do this is they check standard charter bank who they're um giving loans to because as a financial institution they have to show this for transparency and then when you look at those companies they actually own all the fossil fuel um uh companies and not only fossil fuel they also own some of them are polluting with plastics also here in the philippines one of the companies that's being funded by standard chartered bank is san miguel corporation and they are cutting down mangroves and forests and deforesting a lot of um uh natural habitats here very interesting answer yeah okay i mean again i must say that there's no one from standard chartered who can defend their position here but it's very interesting what you're saying um, you know, there's another website I'm looking at here, for example, it says the countries that pollute the oceans the most. This is from a website called Statista.com. And uh, the thing with quoting websites as well is that we have to then check where they get their information from rather than just assuming that it's it's all it's all fact, because that, that's a very slippery slope. But According to uh, Statista.com, there's China uh, is, you know, in terms of mismanaged plastic waste is the most polluting country in the world, followed, followed by Indonesia, then the Philippines, then Vietnam, and then Sri Lanka. And I don't know, like, if these stats are true. I don't know anything because I've just looked at it online, and I don't know. And I don't know, um, you know, the process of... of, of you know, making sure that it's really, um, you know, what what influence anybody has in this, anybody, any group, any any organization has in any of this. So I think it's, um, you know, by its nature, it's quite it's quite murky. You know, in funding parent companies and all that stuff, I think it's quite hard to understand. Um, but yes, okay. Uh, so what exactly, Amy is, uh, you know, what's What's your sort of, you know, is there is there a goal beyond raising awareness? Is there some kind of action that you would like people to take? Yeah, so essentially this is a global divestment campaign. So that means that overall um, our goal is for Standard Chartered to divest, which is like move away, take their money out of fossil fuels altogether. Um, but in terms of a lot of the people listening here are Liverpool fans. So we have a lot of um, actions going to be focused around Standard Chartered and Liverpool and the way that inter intersects um, very soon. And you can like keep an eye on the Fridays for Future Instagram and different social medias um, for those actions. But the one like today going home, um after listening to this that we'd like really um ask you to take part in is if you've got any and nick was talking about this about wearing the jersey with pride um and you should be able to wear the jersey with pride it's your club um that if it has the standard chartered logo on it um which a lot of them do to cover it with tape and have our hashtags which are clean up standard chartered um and raise your standards um to kind of get more people involved in the campaign um especially around liverpool um again nick was talking about how supporters and fans clubs are nothing without you and they need your support um so yeah but our oh that's the action you can like contribute at the moment along with others that are coming up um to the overall campaign of pressuring standard charity to divest from fossil fuels 
And maybe one more th thing I'd like to stress is that as a fan, I don't like to be used. And I think that fossil fuel companies in the last couple of years have used football fans and football clubs as a like a way to to promote their business models and to, as Mitzi has already said, lie effectively about their business models. Because, of course, Standard Chartered doesn't campaign or ad advertise with their fossil fuel investments. They um, campaign and advertise with green investments that they do, which, of course, are far lower in their capacity. And they put far less resources into green technologies than in fossil fuel technologies. So I think that if you do the research, and I know it's always hard if you um, hear about an issue for the first time, and, and sometimes um, we are very like lazy or hard to get um, active, to, be, to become active. And, but I think that it's very vital as a Liverpool fan to like at least check out the website, check out the campaign, Make some like make some notes or like think about the campaign and standard chartered, and then decide if it's something you would like to participate in. And I, as a Liverpool fan, of course, support this very strongly because I think that um, as football fans, we don't um, we mustn't be used by fossil fuel companies as like um, a greenwashing instrument. And this is exactly what standard chartered is doing at the moment and has been for the last couple of years with Liverpool, with one of the biggest and most uh, wide-reaching football clubs in the world. And in my, to, to my mind, of course, one of the best um, supporters out there. So I would like to like raise, um, I would like us to raise our voices and um, clean up standard chartered. Yes, it's, it's very interesting hearing things. I mean, I've still got lots and lots of questions. Um, uh, because I don't know, I'm trying to play devil's advocate here a little bit, okay? But um, there's a sort of anti-climate uh, change argument, and uh, I don't subscribe to it at all. But people would say, for example, all of human, um, you know, the human, uh, what do what do you call it? Waste and climate damage caused by humans is nothing compared to. You know when it, when when there are when there is a lot of giant volcanic activity, for example, um, that's actually not true. If 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 you look at the you know United States Geological Society, they say volcanoes only contribute 0.26 gigatons, which is uh, a billion a gigaton is a billion metric tons. Um, so volcanoes only contribute 0.26 gigatons of CO2 per year. Whereas humans, according to the U.S. Geological Society, uh, humans emit 30 gigatons a year through agriculture, power plants, cars, planes, etc. Um, and it just seems maybe that, you know, there's an argument that it's just, you know, there is there is a demand, for example, for fossil fuels to to you know to to make fuel to make uh, the the plastics to you know power um agriculture to power industry and you know maybe if standard chartered um you know invested in greener technology or wanted to invest in greener technology uh, then not only would that be um extremely beneficial for the for the for the entire planet 
um, if some kind of better solution was found. But it would also, you know, um, be extremely profitable because everybody would want to buy this new invention. And I just wonder if, you know, what, you know, I don't know. What do you think about it, Mitsu? You've unmuted yourself. You've got something to say. Please do. Go ahead. Yeah, that's exactly what we're calling for, basically, to for them to move away from the dirty fossil fuel industry, which is causing climate change, um, and start investing in renewable energy instead. And that's one of the steps in order to mitigate the risks of the climate crisis. So just as a kind of brief background of what does climate change look like. It, it means I grew up being afraid of drowning in my own bedroom. There were nights where I would have to do my homework by the candlelight because there would be a raging typhoon outside, which meant I had no electricity for several days. This is how the climate crisis looks like to us. If you saw the photos of the floods in Germany, it's like that almost every year in the Philippines and in so many countries in the global south across the world. So that is what we're trying to battle, trying to minimize as much suffering as we can, especially for the working class and for the most marginalized people. So it And fossil becomes, fuel industries, oh, sorry, yeah. No, sorry. Yeah, and fossil fuel industries is one of the biggest reasons why this is happening. It's not some act natural act of God, but rather something that is be happening because the fossil fuel industry wants to keep profiting. And so Standard Chartered Bank, since they're already saying that they care about people and that they don't want to um, fund the climate crisis and they care about uh, climate justice, then they should just walk their talk and stop funding fossil fuels. And as you said, um, invest in renewable energy completely instead. Yes. And, you know, but as as humans, we, we, we need to... Um, at the same time, find another solution. I mean, for example, I'm just looking around where I live and, you know, I'm, I'm talking to you on a computer that's got plastic and metal and, uh, you know, things that have been mined and produced in pretty uh, unethical ways. I'm talking to you uh, using a microphone with a cable uh, that's got plastic and and metal I've got um, because we've got, a, we had a big problem with the, the plumbing and the water coming out of the tap was, to me, it tasted ex exceedingly like uh, unsafe. Uh, I actually bought some plastic bottles of water, which I don't feel particularly good about. Um, so it's like it's it's you know there is also obviously a demand in our everyday lives to to use these you know products that are made from uh, natural resources that are taken from the ground. So I don't know. Is is I don't know. Is it's. At the same time, I'm, I'm aware that there is an argument that the whole fossil fuel industry has, has moved to um, make us as consumers feel more guilty and more responsible for what we do without actually looking at the bigger picture of, of things that need to be done to, to ensure a larger change. But uh, I don't know. Amy, what do you think? Yeah, so... Essentially, like we need to, the changes, the choices we make this decade are going to essentially decide our futures and it's already deciding people's present. And currently, the destruction of our planet and most people's livelihoods is being profited off of. These companies are making money and it's off of our destruction. Um, but in terms of like you're talking about solutions and stuff like that, like this 
crisis has been caused by multiple different things and it's human activity like the IPCC report has confirmed that but it's a set, like humans at the moment like we're working within a system we're working within what these companies want what governments want and within systems like patriarchy histories of colonization that are still um like present and affecting today and capitalism and those like this idea that we're all consumers and that's how we're going to change the planet we can all make choices but some people actually can't there are, we need to make all these solutions accessible and you've talked a bit about like recycling and renewables and stuff and at the same time you're talking about all these other um solutions that we need and we there are like more technological advances that can come but we actually do have the solutions we need but we need governments to put them forward to push them this decade and as soon as possible we need companies to actually like turn the focus on people and lives rather than just profit um because the solutions are there we need to make them accessible to everyone not just as consumers but as people and that's where Fridays for Future has a huge stance as well on system change because the systems these systems have interplayed and they have caused the climate crisis not just individual humans um and individual humans cannot like change it we need collective power to change the system that is causing climate change to mitigate climate change um so yeah i think that answers your question a bit about how the solutions for change Standard Chartered Bank are actually there um, and our demand is very simple to divest from fossil fuels and there's lots of other amazing places that they can invest in making these solutions more accessible for everyone. Um, okay but like what kind of solutions um, do you have any specifically? Well like you were talking about there like yourself like renewables like we all need energy and um, fossil fuels are, are made um, like fossil fuels create energy we can use renewables um we can you were talking about plastic we know how recycling works and there are more and more companies doing it because of consumer-led demand but we need to like ramp up um how much we recycle and stop producing plastic at the same time and like i'm not here as a scientist i will like completely 100 say that um like i'm here as an activist i'm here to listen to the science to listen what to like what scientists are saying are can be the solutions and trying to make that as accessible to, to as many people as possible and looking at human people's human rights and looking at our communities and how we can um bring that into the world and to add to that one very concrete call to action and demand and solution is to stop investing in the fossil fuel industry so the international energy agency released something i think around last year saying that there should be no funding anymore for new coal oil and gas infrastructure and power plants and that's exactly what we're telling standard charter bank to do yes in a switch towards nuclear power is that you know is that is that the the alternative that's been suggested or i think that depends on the country and the context in the Philippines. It's not something that we would recommend, especially because we have so much other natural resources that we can use. And because of the negative learning curve that we've seen with nuclear energy, it's definitely something that isn't, it's not wise to do, especially knowing how dangerous it is, dangerous it is for a lot of people. But I think this is a pretty, well talked about issue in Germany so Nick maybe you want to say more 
Yeah, very much. Um, so right now, if, if um, some of the listeners are not aware, Germany is phasing out of nuclear energy and is phasing out of coal at the same time. And many people, especially conservative politicians and um, people from the business side are saying maybe we should stick to nuclear for a couple of more years and then we can switch to renewables, we can switch to wind and solar power, but that just doesn't make sense. So there's no scientific study that has been conducted in the last 10 years or so that says um, that nuclear power makes sense for the German um, transition away from coal and that is simply because it's too expensive and of course as Mitzi has also mentioned um, it's not secure enough so wind and solar power are very secure but of course in Germany we've had a big um, during the 70s the, the 80s and the 90s because of Chernobyl we've had a big movement against nuclear power because um, it is very insecure And we have the alternatives and the alternatives, wind and solar are much cheaper now than nuclear could ever become in the next couple of years. So there's no um, reason to, to, to stick to nuclear power if building new renewable energy sources is even cheaper than um, like prolonging existing nuclear capacities. And maybe one more thing um, to put things into perspective. In Germany, we also often talk about like the individual side of, of the climate crisis and how much like the individual is contributing to it. But to put things into perspective, um, German coal power plants alone will make up for like 50 to 75% of our carbon budget. So all of the emissions we can like put out in the next 15 years um, if we phase out after 2030. So coal is the single most um, contributor to climate change and the climate crisis in Germany. And um, that is why standard, or, or that's just my argument um, that standard charters also has to like phase out of coal because it is so much more important than all of the other um, decisions they can take or we can take as a society. That doesn't mean that we shouldn't take the other ones. Of course, we should also decarbonize the other sectors of our um, daily lives. But the energy sector and especially coal power is um, the single most com contributor to climate change in countries like Germany. And um, yeah, that's that's just very striking to me always when I, when I listen to that or when I hear that. And yeah, I think it's also very interesting for, for all of the listeners out there. Yeah, I mean, I find this all very interesting. Um... You know, I'm like I say, I'm, a, I'm, a, you know, I think it's healthy to be skeptical as well, and to to always ask questions. And you know, I would, you know, if you're talking about using solar energy that comes from, you know, photovoltaic cells, which you know need to be, you know, there there are elements that need to be mined for that. And I'm not quite sure. I I, I particularly like the mining industry as well, but who knows? I don't know enough about it. But anyway, um, I just got a couple more questions. Um, so, Nick, I, I just I'm just curious because you're you know as a Liverpool fan, you're someone who's really you know you've taken this you know uh, all to heart, and uh, you know it's very good. I think it's good to be um, aware of, of of these things. And I just wonder how you how you found out about this movement, Nick. So, um, as a football supporter in Germany, I've uh, been involved in 
like campaigns against um, plastic pollution before in Borussia Dortmund, our um, biggest German stadium. And I've seen that uh, football supporters can be very active and can also like rally around a common cause if they think that it's something um, they find interesting or they find very important. And um, that's why this campaign has struck with me as a Liverpool supporter because um, I'm of course, or I have been, I had, had been active already within the Fridays for Future movement. And then I heard about Standard Chartered and I thought, oh wait, isn't that the jersey sponsor of my favorite football club? And um, that's why I'm supporting this right here. And I also want to get the message out as a supporter to all the other supporters listening right now, because I think if you care about the environment, if you care about our um, like resources of living, and if you've seen the dramatic events um, in the last couple of years that the climate crisis has already caused, Mitzi has talked about it um, before a couple of minutes ago, um, I think that you can't or you shouldn't ignore this and um, you should like, sometimes I see that or I hear that it's very hard for people to get involved in a cause like this in environmental movements and climate movements. And I think for all Liverpool supporters, this is the opportunity um, to join it and um, yeah, to fight for a better future and a better present, of course, um, in making pressure or like um, raising the bar for Standard Chartered and also for Liverpool Football Club um, to like not destroy our resources of living, simply said. Well, thank you very much for that. Absolutely. And I will put, um, there will be lots of links uh, that uh, Amy and Nick and Mitzi um, will provide um, after we've uh, finished this, this call that I'll put in the description in this episode if you want to get involved. Um, I will reiterate once again that we do not have anyone from Standard Chartered, but they're welcome to come and give their opinion as well and, uh, you know, um, present their side of the argument as well. But, uh, you know, I want to thank you all. Um, I just want to give you a, a chance to say something that we perhaps we haven't covered that you would like to, to speak about. Uh, then, you know, just go ahead. Yeah, I just wanted to jump in really quickly on what you mentioned earlier about the mining of the things that are that you need to mine in order to have renewable energy that is completely 100% true also. So when we call for climate justice, it's not just about um, transitioning into the renewable energy um, system, but also looking at the way we produce energy and that we have these things so that we don't, we, we can't keep a system that is so focused on this everlasting growth for the global north, but the overexploitation of minerals and child labor and and horrible human rights and works uh, work conditions in the global south. So there really needs to be a change in that. So it's definitely a multiple step campaign, and and calling on Standard Chartered Bank to stop funding fossil fuel industries is just one of the first steps. So it's definitely something that isn't the end all be all. So I want people to remember that also. Basically, it seems so overwhelming because there's so many aspects to climate justice and climate change, but really what you just need to remember is that it's basically fighting for a system where it's no longer based on profit, but rather on people's well-being 
And when we say people, we mean everyone with no one left behind. And when all the reports say that humans caused the climate crisis, that is true, but it is also a very specific set of humans. It's, it's the 1%, it's the richest, it's the multinational companies, the fossil fuel industries that's really causing this the most. And if we want to get out of this system, then we need to call out everyone that we can and, and focusing on campaigns little by little so we get those small achievements as we move forward towards climate justice. Well, thank you very much. Uh, Amy? Yeah, I think just on that note as well, like so much of the time, like you might be listening to this and think, you know, like you knew about climate change and it's just such a big issue and you don't know how to get involved. Like hope comes from action. The idea that things will just be fine and be better, like, no, they can be. We can come together collectively and we can imagine a better future and we can provide safety in the present but we can't do that just because it'll be fine we need you we need whatever capacity you have whatever skills you have whatever perspective you have because hope comes from action it comes from doing something and coming together collectively um so i think just remembering that power that you have especially in this campaign as nick was saying as a supporter and as a fan um yeah just remembering that taking action does matter and that you matter in this campaign um so yeah please get involved and maybe one last thing for me which is very personal is that like as a liverpool supporter i know that we have values and we stick to our values very deeply and i've seen that from around the world when i've talked to liverpool supporters from wherever they come from um, we feel like we are a family and uh, there are millions of us and i just hate seeing my favorite football club which i watch every single weekend and and um, during the week in the champions league i hate seeing this club being a force for bad in the world and I know it's a money game. I know we have to have sponsors and that's that's also okay. But I think that we should at least use our resources, our power as um, supporters to like tell the club and also tell our one of our biggest um, one of our biggest donors, Standard Chartered, that this isn't okay. This isn't what we as like a, a Liverpool fan base stand for. And this isn't or these aren't our values like having a jersey um, that promotes environmental destruction, that promotes um, the climate crisis and fossil fuel um, isn't something I as a Liverpool uh, fan or supporter want to to stand behind. And, I, and it's also something I can't stand behind. So this is my message that I want to like um, bring over to the club. And I also want to like engage as many Liverpool supporters as possible in this cause because I think that it's a very important cause and I think there is, especially for young people, but also for older ones who care about the future of our planet and the present, um, there is nothing more important than this at the moment. And one, can I maybe repeat the call to action just quickly? Please do. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, very good. So if you wonder or if you've heard this podcast episode and you're interested about the campaign and you want to, or like you're also already fired up now, then please help us in like um, taking out your jersey where Standard Chartered is is the main sponsor and put a tape on it, put uh, clean up Standard Chartered with the hashtag 
on on top of the of the sponsor and post the pic with the hashtag on your social media on Twitter and Instagram and Facebook and link the campaign and uh, tell all of your friends and family, all of the Liverpool supporters you know um, that this is a campaign you are behind and how easily they can like raise awareness for this cause we are um, mobilizing for. And you again find all of the information on our social media channels. So yeah, thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, do that. Uh, you know, do as do as Nick says if 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 you would like to. And um, it's a good idea to raise awareness. Uh, I will. Uh, you know, just I just want to thank you all for being being such great guests and uh, coming on here. And um, yeah, thank you all of you. Thanks for having us.